I'm in this weird space where I got burned out on the on the uh, I don't know. I don't want to call them indie, but the Oscar bait, you know, the ones that are supposed to be yeah. good quality. I got kind of like oh, I'm just tired of these movies, and I think I. I think I probably shared this already. The the three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. That that movie kind of broke me. So that was the year then. So I think that was 2017 that came out. <laughs> I want to say so. The, so that was the year that it was just kind of. It's just all right. I'm done. Uh, yeah, it's shape. It was shape of water. I kept falling. I saw that movie twice and fell asleep both times. I'm not exaggerating. Wow. Um, and so I've been angry at movies since yeah. then. And. My solution, instead of continuing to find quality and uncover gems and kind of watch the stuff that's under the radar that's actually better than the blockbusters, my solution has just been to just give me the give me the slop, <laughs> give me the blockbusters, give me the garbage. I mean, just... Do you think it's because of the podcast? Uh, well, yeah, the podcast drove me nuts, and I quit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> for the <laughs> how many times have you quit now? I don't know. Uh, twice. Yeah, probably twice. Where you were like, yeah, I just I can't do it. Yeah, but, but my love of movies keeps driving, keeps bringing me back. No, I watch a lot. Like I think we we were just on uh, gutting the sacred cow, which should come out in a couple of weeks. Um, I'll I'll rewatch like random shit. Like we watched, uh, I watched the the thing. Uh, I watched Gremlins, <laughs> you know. I watched just like like weird random stuff. Uh, the, the by the way, the thing is awesome. John Carpenter's the thing, um, and so I'm just kind of like nothing appeals to me. Kind of if it whereas I felt like I felt like I used to be on the hunt for oh this is uh, was it Banshees of Inisherin or something like that. The Banshees of Inisherin, yep. Inisherin, yeah. Because I like Colin Farrell. I think he's really been underrated throughout his career. And I might be like, oh, I want, or I want to see him, or I want to see who's this new director kind of a thing. Maybe I'll find that almost like the way you would search for a band or something like that. Right. You know, that's kind of the way I felt about film. Um, although, and we're going to get to it, Damien Chazelle was one of those types, but I just haven't felt the draw. And so I've just kind of like resigned myself to the slop. <laughs> I think, uh, I think they call that depression. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's been a. <laughs> It's You're not a, interested in the things you used to be interested in, you know, you just kind of just going through the motions. Now, I go through those lulls where I'm just like, I, I don't care. Like, well, first of all, it's so overwhelming. You're, we're just bombarded with content. We're bombarded with like the little films. Yes, but also the huge blockbusters that come out, you know, which we're going to talk about. Um, and it's just, there's just so much out there. So especially when you're podcasting about it, it just, I think amplifies it even more. Like, you know, you find those hidden gems when you don't do a podcast. Like I remember when we first, we rekindled our friendship, uh, back in the day. Um, you know, we were texting back and forth just about movies and Hey, have you seen this movie? You seen that movie? And it was just like, Hey, you want to come on my show? You know, it's just like, but it was just like kind of casual, just kind of thing. So I think it became work for you is my, <laughs> um, is my yeah. theory. And it's that's not even true. a theory. I think that is the case. I think <laughs> that's, that's pretty close. Although I'll also add that I watch more TV series yeah. than I used to. So I'm more likely to try something and you know, most of them aren't very good, but like, okay. So, uh, house of the dragon, 
I watched all of that and loved it, and we didn't yeah. talk about it. Not that we have to, but I, I you know, I could have done a. I, I'm passionate about House of the Dragon. Right. Um, I. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that show too. Um, well, I mean, I watched it. I, I, yeah, I would say I loved it, but I'm just saying, yeah, we, we do we don't do shows on it. Yeah, I yeah. just feel like you know, there's just so much to do. It's just like we got to kind of pick and choose what what we do. Yeah, um, and we're a kind of a movie first podcast, it seems. <laughs> Clearly, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my taste have kind of shifted more towards TV. Yeah, and I don't blame you. I mean, it's there's more story to tell. There's you know, it's an hour and then you can wait a week sometimes or yeah, it's easier to sample. Yeah, exactly. Or if it's binge, that's even nice too, because you can just get through it and watch this big epic of a story and it's satisfying. Yeah. Um, and I but, read, I'm, I've become so, I used to use Rotten Tomatoes as a guide or, you know, critic reviews as a guide. And now I don't believe in any of it. Anymore. Yeah. No, I don't either. It's it's all skewed. It, it seems like ever since I've been podcasting, it's skewed. Like like I started in 2016, and like it's skewed since then. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's 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 just gone up. It's either first of all on IMDb, if people don't vote at a ten, they voted a one. You know, and then <laughs> yeah. rotten Rotten Tomatoes. Everyone focuses on that way too much because oh that's what the critics say and it's just it's yeah it's you 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 can't you gotta make some decisions for yourself yeah don't stop looking at ratings does this movie look like an interesting movie to you oh yes okay go see it or right watch it when it's on streaming you know you don't have to pay money also there are no there are very few tens and there are very few ones. But yet that's where we are now. Like really, a 10 what's a 10? I mean, you're talking Well, that's well that's uh, that's what I'm saying. When people say 10, they liked it. It's either so if you <laughs> yeah, don't so, like a movie or you liked it, it there's no in between yeah, with exactly. anyone, you know? Yeah, it's it, just and no. that's how it is, you know? It's it, just like, "Oh, that gets 6 point something on IMDb. Oh, that must be terrible exactly like, <laughs> and rotten tomatoes we all know how it works but yet it still plays in our brain um which when you see that 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 number from one to a hundred it doesn't we all know what it means it's just some percent said positive and some or some percent right. said said negative but it 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 leads it's still like you know it's not what it it's it's deliberately tricking you i think no, and when definitely. Like, well, actually, Rotten Tomatoes, it doesn't actually mean that 82% loved it. What, <laughs> what we, right. Okay, we get it. But when we, it's it's there to, to kind of tell you that that's what it means. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we should be able to trust it. But at the same time, everything's subjective. You yeah. know, you, you like what you like. Uh, but, uh, but I was um, saying how things are skewed. Like, I used to look at INDB ratings. Like, if it was at least a seven, I was like, all right, it's going to be decent. Yeah. Now I'm I'm leaning more towards the sixes because it's like people are so more skewed with their ratings. Like I'm just like, yeah, well, I think six <laughs> six is the new seven. Uh, you know, no, I agree. It seems <laughs> you can't trust it anymore. Yeah. And I, what I would like is, and there's probably somebody out there that I can trust, but I was a big Robert Eber fan. Um, yeah. Growing up, great documentary by the way on him. 
Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I pretty if Robert Ebert Robert Ebert liked something or didn't like like he was a very good barometer for my taste in general. And he reviewed movies. I think maybe that influenced our our approach too, which is you evaluate every movie on its own, right? Right. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Elf. The movie Elf. That can be a four star movie. Because it did what it wanted to do, you know, you don't measure it up against The Godfather Two, exactly, um, kind of a thing. And and I think he had that great approach to films. Uh, do I, I have to, I have to, I recall his review of Step Brothers. Oh, this would be great to look up. He absolutely hated it. Um, <laughs> and for, Is there a video on it, or just written? I, I don't know if he did a video, but because I think it was two thousand eight. I don't know if he was still doing um, TV then. And he called it like something like a a wa- like wanton violence and no humor. He's probably thinking of that one where they they bury each other and try to kill each other. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's I'm just burying you. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't the nutsack on the uh, drum set. It was the <laughs> the burying you part that he yeah. he drew the line. He's like, nope, not for me. No. <laughs> but we need more. I think we need more Robert Eberts in the world. Yeah. Rather than some rating system, which is just totally stupid. Now it's it's broken. I think that's where we come in. We're a podcast. We People come in and listen because they connect with us. And, you know, if they they we find similar tastes, you know, it's that's kind of how I was with the whole Collider crew for a while, like Christian Harloff and things. Like, I was like, I trust him because I've noticed that we kind of have similar tastes. Yeah. We, we don't always connect all the time, but. So I think people need to start finding their critic more, like their go-to person that they trust that, okay, if if they don't like it, I'm most likely not going to like it, but I'll still give it a chance. But, you know, I I think we need to do more of that than just look at a number. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes this, IMDb this. Okay, well, I won't give it a chance. So I think that's a great take. Uh, I think we're we're, we're here for everybody. Yeah, (laughs) that's what we're here for. And kind of to segue i know you've been so like blockbusters are kind of your thing now and blockbuster mentality is our show name so great choice uh, so so yeah the 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 blockbuster like is it just because you just want just you, you, the indie is just too much for you right now like it's just, nothing's grabbing me yeah I, I, there hasn't been one well, other than other than babylon which we'll get to there hasn't been one movie i've seen um, a preview for even the Fablements. Honestly, I just kind of know what the movie is, and I heard your review, and you kind of told me what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> it was a great review, and I didn't feel like I missed anything because I kind of just got what I was gonna. Unless you said like you have to see this movie, right? Yeah, or this movie, you know, does something extraordinary. Um, and and I and I came away because f- I didn't get that from your review. Just coming away feeling you know something. Um, and you know you might push back a little but that's kind of what i you just can kind of confirmed what i feel and i feel like that's also what's kind of going on out there in the the review yeah i guess you're right yeah and i would agree with you on that review like i yeah i would say if you're a spielberg fan see it but it's not a rush out and see it you know what i mean like it's you know if you're if you're feeling like you're not gonna be disappointed that you waited, you know, like, yeah. oh, it, why didn't I watch this sooner or something? You know, it's like, how am I just watching this now? And I'm also the kind of person who, this is unpopular and probably wrong, but I don't feel feel that Spielberg has really done anything truly great since the mid 1980s. 
That's my opinion. But yeah, I mean, well, I mean, you got Schindler's List and Saving Private Ryan in the nineties. I can kind of take or leave them. I, honestly, I okay. could because okay. the opening of the opening of Saving Private Ryan is fantastic. But that's the movie. <laughs> that's literally the movie. That's a yeah. that that's a forty five minute short film. The rest of it, I don't care. Short short film that's going to be in my review of Babylon actually uh but we'll we'll get to that so speaking of uh, blockbusters i know you saw avatar the way of water that, i know you've been looking forward to this and you you liked the first one so yeah let's uh tell us about it tell us yeah. uh tell us about avatar so i know the first one is is contentious in fandom uh, a lot of people hate it a lot of people or people such as yourself, Ben, I remember, I think you put this in your top 10 overrated of the two. Yeah. I think it was our first show ever together. It was, a was top- our overrated show. And yeah, I, I put this in my top 10 overrated. Yeah. We used to do the, that, that's, remember? that's a we deep cut. To, <laughs> that is a deep cut. I would like to get, do some of those again. The top, yeah. the top five, at least. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it was my, in my overrated. Yeah. Um, and so many people feel that way. They feel like they, they didn't connect to the film. Uh, on the other side are a lot of people who loved it. Um, I was one of those people. I loved the first avatar. What I really loved, I think more than anything, you get daz- dazzling visuals. Um, but what I really liked was the main character, Jake Sully. I loved the idea. First, I loved the idea of the avatar itself, just the concept of what that is. And then, how a character goes in and out of their humanity and then into the avatar. And I thought the movie did a really good job of kind of his, his, his mental strains, his physical strains, like, where am I now? I'm, I'm like, I'm waking up as my, in my human body. And of course I'm disabled. And then I go to this other place where I'm a Navi. Um, and then I'm learning about these people and he's going to kind of getting drilled by both sides. When he wakes up as a human being, everyone is, is on his ass about not knowing the language or what's the mission. We know we got to find the, the big tree. <laughs> right. And then when he's an AV, he's failing because he's just not as good as them. Um, and I, and I love that. And then when he connects to the Banshee to me, when, when he kind of conquers that to come up to this crazy animal and then you connect the tail to the thing, I don't know. It's all, it's all silly, but no, no, <laughs> when it works and then he can actually fly this thing, I find it to me. That's ma- that that's movie magic to me. It's, it's that it, it, it brings up it's, it's visual. It's not just visuals for their own sake. It's visuals. It, it is literal visual storytelling that, that evokes emotion in you. Um, and we talked a little, we get some of that in Top Gun Maverick and it's not just, Oh, the CGI is good. It goes much more beyond that. Uh, so that's why I like the first one. Now, when I heard there was a sequel, everyone then, has heard there was a sequel for how long? Go ahead. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, and then just before you get into the sequel, I have not seen it and Dave has not seen Babylon. So we're doing two yeah, different reviews. Two Dave's, tell, Dave's telling me what he thinks <laughs> of Avatar and I'm going to tell him what I think of Babylon. So yeah, yeah Avatar 2, you, you heard it was coming out. Great setup. Uh, and we'll try to be uh, no spoiler, right? Yeah, no spoiler, because I don't yeah. want to spoil it for you, and I, I kind of don't want to be spoiled by Avatar. If you let yeah, one slip, I do want to see okay. Babylon. Yeah, great. Uh, <laughs> so the one water with 13 years into a sequel, which is yeah, 2009, on. the first one came out, yep. Yeah. Would you think, like, for the, I, I think it's the highest grossing movie of all time, you think they would have, like, hey, let's fast track this sucker. 
You right, know, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just get that money with the cigars in their mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and in fact, I think I just saw something today that Edie Falco, who's in this film, said she shot her scenes like four years ago and thought the movie had already come out yet or something. I didn't realize it was in production that long. Yeah, yeah. I saw that quote too. Yeah, she was like, you know, I, when someone t- told me it was out, I thought it came out and flopped. <laughs> like, I didn't know it, it came it, it Surprising, right? That's why, like, when you hear, I think uh, it was Will Ferrell who says he never watches any of his own movies. Like, why would you, right? It's like, who, who you know. I, I, real, on a tangent real quick, I, you know, I, I understand why people wouldn't want to do that. But at the same time, I find it disrespectful to the other people involved, <laughs> you know, like the people holding mics and the people getting food for you every morning and yeah. the, you know, the director and the writer. But anyway. That's what if just, it's just a job, though? I mean, what if. That's if true, too. I, I get it. Like I said, I get it. I just I, I wouldn't make it public as as, as much as because <laughs> if I were like a uh key grip or you know some random position on a, a movie set i'd be like oh he didn't even watch it or if i edited it like yeah oh all right fine well you think but, she'd have some <laughs> knowledge of whether or not it came out i don't know it, yeah anyways. exactly yeah but this movie's <laughs> been going on for a long time um and so the the james cameron is what he is it, yeah you have very clearly drawn characters there's not a lot of nuance i mean in any of his films maybe the abyss has the most nuance in terms of character Uh, other than that it's pretty straight um the dialogue is clunky kind of weird and he tells his story through through physical stuff it's kind of like steven spielberg it's very very similar in that way yeah um and i have to say watching this movie i was incredibly moved by it I felt so much emotion through this film. Um, it's three hours and 15 minutes and it goes by like two hours, two and a yeah. half. And you don't really, when it, as it's ending, you're not ready for it to end. In fact, some, something I've been criticizing movies a lot, especially blockbuster films is that they don't know how to wrap up the third act. It just kind of hangs. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't end. And it's just like, okay, let's just, I know where you're going. Just do it. It's interesting. Yeah, it's that and comedies for me. Like comedies, like it's just like I enjoyed yeah. it, but it's like then they just do a silly thing at the end to resolve it. Yeah, yeah. I know wrap it up. Yeah, this movie is like if there's any if there's any criticism on the runtime is that it has I guess what I would call a prologue in the beginning. Okay. Yeah, which because you're trying to catch up an audience from 13 years ago, and there's a there's a long narration and then reintroducing you to kind of like where you are in the story and i think that takes 30 to 45 minutes somewhere around there i think you could have cut you you cut in the front the back is incredible the ending is absolutely magnificent and this is really a movie about family number one and you completely buy in you're completely invested in this family and their story and uh the jake sully character is is a star number one and sam worthington who i think is really underrated i think he's a really good actor i don't know why he didn't everything i see him in i really like um i guess he had and it doesn't seem like he's in much yeah he was like in the terminator yeah. movie i guess that didn't do very well he's in a um by the way he's in a netflix series i can't it's sort of like the mind hunter series it's something like that he's like a profiler in the fbi i forget the name gotcha it, but, yeah. um I, I would recommend that to anyone the visuals are incredible. If there's one critique, I would say I saw this in uh, Dolby 3D, um, and I think one thing I don't like is high frame rate. It kind of just jars me. It takes me out of it. 
that in 3D. There's times where it just looks like a video game. It doesn't look like a film. Yeah. I don't, I don't like high frame rate. So that is... Same. It kept, I think it would have... Honestly, to recommend... I mean, if you want to see it in 3D, go for it because the, the high points are high. But I think just as a pure like film-going experience, you might get more out of just like a regular viewing. Well, it's funny because, yeah, in our local theater, Dolby... I want to see it in Dolby, but it's only in 3D. And I looked mm-hmm. it up for four, the four of... You know, four people in my family... Um, it was ninety bucks yeah, for the four like of us. Like, are you kidding me? Like, and I was I was on a cruise, so I couldn't catch the press screening, which I could have got in for free with my son. Uh, and now my daughter all of a sudden wants to see it. So like, uh, yeah. it's just like, yeah, it's ridiculous. But anyway, it, yeah, I was just gr- pissed off. Otherwise, I would have seen it this weekend uh, and reviewed it with you. But I was just pissed off at the price. And it's yeah. it's a lot of money for. Yeah, I think it was just me and my wife. It was forty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, like it's so uh, and it's a commitment. It's it's a three hour and fifteen movie, minute movie plus trailers. So you're you're looking at nearly four hours. Yeah, it's half your day. So do you have to? Do you recommend uh, watching the first one again? Uh, you don't have to. It's kind of like a Marvel movie where you don't have to, but it helps. Okay. Yeah. So it's it. it doesn't really enhance it but it, you know you get some additional context maybe i think it it does help but you you, you can you can experience the film without seeing the first one because yeah. honestly i've seen i've only seen the first one once in the theater in 2009 so <laughs> yeah it's 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 been a long time for me um i want to give it a rewatch but at this point i probably won't i mean i'm definitely going to go see it in the theater because my kids are bugging me <laughs> it wouldn't be a bad thing to just like throw up like on a random night where like you're not where you everyone's kind of doing stuff just throw it on and just have it on, in on the background that would be my my minimum recommendation i mean yeah. ha- it is a sequel so it'd be nice to i know the last act of that it feels like of the first one kind of like with the guy i forget the actor's name but the guy in like that robot thing like walking around just yeah uh his last name me. is lee i forget his name yeah <laughs> but uh yeah so, so that's like the least important if you could yeah if you if you can like catch maybe the first half of it yeah that's really gotcha. the most crucial stuff gotcha um and so I, I, all the underwater stuff that you've heard is there it's is it so did they make sense that it's the way of water? Like, it does. That's it why it's called sense. the way of water. Okay. Yep. Um, it's, it's hard to describe this movie. It's very, it's a very, at its heart is a really emotionally grounded film, which is, which seems wrong because it's a very simple story with, you have, you have antagonists, uh, and and a villain who was actually a bit better than uh, this villain, and I don't want to say anything. This villain is a little bit better than the first villain because it has a little bit more motivation. Um, no but pressure, you, but do you know the actor who plays the villain in this? Uh, I, I, I mean, it doesn't matter if you know. I don't want to spoil it. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, and and there are there is one part. Um, this is this is a critique of the film. Cameron really leans into. Um, which I don't really like. It gets overplayed, which is like um, the military lingo. You know what I'm saying? Where he has like people on, this is like going back to aliens, going back to maybe Terminator a little bit, maybe some true lies where it's like you have, and especially the first avatar where you have like, yes, sir, we're going to do this. Hoorah or whatever. And then, and then they have these characters who are just like, they're, they're just 
regurgitating cop talk, military talk. It, it's it's lame. It's like things they almost you don't expect even in things you expect in the eighties and early nineties. Yeah, like, he's still doing that. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there there is one portion of this film because I don't want to spoil it and say, and give away too much what it is, but it, I thought it was too much. There was a cruelty and um, evil glee to the antagonists that I found borderline offensive. And what they too, were doing really so like offensive to the it's, story he, or just like offensive my to... sensibilities he okay. cameron was 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 pushing he does straight villains and just makes them straight evil straight um, evil yeah yeah and in this situation he he pushed in this scene and scenario he pushed it too far oh um, okay interesting yeah, they they like, were taking a little too much delight in their evil, which I is found. it almost like where like wow, kids watch this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it, wow. it was it was too much. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay, yeah, it's good to know. But beyond that, but um, be, so what? the villain. But all overall, was the did the villain have motivations? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so clear Great motivations. Okay, a much better motivation than the first movie. Okay, uh, so how would you compare this to the first movie as in your overall enjoyment? So the first movie, I like I said, I, I, I love the concept of the Avatar just got my brain churning. You're sort of over that by the second movie, so that little bit was missing. Yeah. Um, so intellectually is less. There's like there's less brain and more heart in this film. Gotcha. This movie is all heart. Interesting. It's the underwater stuff, the family, the way they're interacting in the water and learning about their like new place where they're living. That's not a spoiler. There's a lot there. That's just in how this family comes together and, and overcomes what they have to. It's brilliant. Honestly, it's brilliant. Just seeing, go ahead. No, 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 go. You can lose your thought. Ask. No, ask. No, I was just going to say, go like after just seeing this sequel, do you understand how there's going to be like two or three more? Yes. Okay. This movie does, just, this movie ends, this movie resolves itself, but there's more to go. Okay. And I so didn't you, think that was possible. Yeah. That's and what I, I was wondering. I was like, how is how is he gonna make f- three or four more movies out of the yeah. first one? Like so it like you're like, okay, I know they can go in this direction, this <laughs> direction. Like I mean, I, I, there's definitely gonna be a third, and for what I heard, they they shot it concur or together concurrently yeah. or something. Well, because I think the next one comes out next year. I want to say like it's a double, right? I think they're gonna have I to might reshuffle wrong, but... things for a fourth yeah. if they're gonna do it. Um, but I really, I was, I was, I was very much moved, much more moved by this film than I thought possible. That's I was awesome. moved by the first film. I really was because I, I, I grew to like the main character, and when he. When he was achieving something and had an opportunity to kind of grow out of his like limited body and connect to these other people into this world, I thought that was really satisfying yeah. right, when, when he was doing that. The second movie, it's really just it, it, it's it's a father. It's a father trying to protect his family. That's the story, and doing everything he can um, to to avoid bloodshed and conflict. And then when it comes to it, you have to you have to all come together. And overcome it. Um, I well, go ahead. No, say we're great at this. We're great at interrupting <laughs> each other. Um, no, I was just gonna say like because my main takeaway from the first one was just you know the the digital effects because of I saw it later in its theatrical release when all the hype was, was around it. So like when I saw it, I was like, 
yeah, visually it's great. And then I was just like, you know, it was it was a movie, you know. And then you know, I I agreed with the people who said it's Dances with Wolves, Pocahontas, yeah. you know yeah. that that whole thing. But Dances um, with Wolves is a good movie. It it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's not, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's a good movie. I'm not a I'm not a big Kevin Costner guy, but okay. uh, uh, which again. For the 80th time, I will watch Yellowstone. That's um, why you're not watching it because it costs. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe I've, I've given up on. I, I know. Uh, one day though, I'll say, Dave. Guess what? This character did that to that character, and, that, <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, "You watched it." I, I'll literally shit my pants if you watch <laughs> anything um, in the Yellowstone verse. So no, I'm I'm loving. Uh, I this makes me uh, my kids begging me. You know, has been just like, all right, we'll see it, we'll see it. But now, you know, Uncle Dave says <laughs> is 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 being passionate about it. Now, now I really want to. I mean, I wanted to see it just because first of all, the hype around it. Just it's. 13 years later and yet it's still getting like even Oscar buzz like best picture I mean it's I, I mean Oscar buzz is and it'll most likely be nominated for best picture I don't know about winning but uh, no, uh, do you see won. this as an Oscar movie you think it'll it'll get nominated when something it certainly yeah. should I mean I look I, if you want to get out of your house and forget about your life for three hours go see this movie you 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 will be completely transported into another world. Yeah. I mean, 100%. It's 100% immersion and out. And you will surprisingly love these blue people <laughs> more than you ever <laughs> thought you possibly could. And <laughs> there's beats. Cameron is Cameron is very much like George Lucas. He, pull, he tells very classic stories. Yeah. There's nothing complicated about what's going on. I mean, you get, you're going to get versions of Terminator. You're going to think some of the abyss you're going to see some right. titanic in this a lot of titanic probably um but it's all going to work because there's there's an incredible attention to detail in how things are processed the sets um the sequences i mean i i almost want to say nobody shoots action better than cameron uh when when you go from, when you're going from thing to thing to thing you get it <laughs> you're yeah. not just like like waiting around for something to blow up um, it, it's, it, it's like sort of, it, it's strange. It's in that weird, like, it's kind of dumb, but, but awesome, you know, kind of yeah. thing no. where he gets you is with the heart. Um, yeah. I, I'm completely, I'm, I'm completely invested in these characters. The reason why Ben, after quitting two times, I come back is my love for movies and the way they move me. And I'm not ashamed to admit that I, that I cry during movies. <clears throat> when I watch it's a wonderful life, I'm crying within the first 20 minutes and I'm hiding it from my wife, how much I'm crying. When I watch Raging Bull at the end, I'm crying for the character and also crying for my own regrets. Um, that's just me. Yeah, uh, I, I get affected by this stuff, and I'm telling you, I was I was crying off and on for. The, I, yeah. know, I know it's cringy. We're like, man, when this happened, I shed a tear. You know that is lame. But this no. movie moved me to tears. I mean, if uh, we we do a movie show and people listening love movies, like that's the beauty of movies, the emotions it pulls out of us, the, like even the offensive stuff, uh, Cameron did in this movie that pulled something out of you. Like, yeah. like that's still, it, it, it got a, it got a visceral. That, that, that's exactly the point. Yeah. He is incredible. And maybe it's, you know, hitting me over the head with a, with a, with a, with a concrete 
block, but it got the reaction that he wanted out of me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It when so, it was a strong reaction every time. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that but yeah, I mean that's that's the beauty of movies. I mean, yeah, uh, they they make you cry, they make you laugh, they make you cringe. They make it's just, you know, it's 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 you're watching someone else's experience and it's just you're in it for the the ride. Um so I'll, I think awesome, I'll, man. I don't think I've given anything away. I'll close with this. At the end of the film, it the the end credits is um an animation sequence of underwater stuff let's just say that you don't have to stay for the story it's just yeah yeah visual thing and that's exactly where i was going which is and i I start paying attention to this at the end of the film what is it what do people do when the movie's over for a marvel film we're trained like seals to sit and wait for the end credit when reality we all just the stories are we just want to get the fuck out of right right i mean we want to. We want to leave. Um, when Top Gun Maverick ended, everybody got up, and it felt like, I, oh, you know, everyone's gonna like run through a brick wall. For, you know, we're like gonna run out into the football field and destroy right. it. You know, whatever. You know, kind of a thing. Um, and then, you know, when I saw Don't Worry, Darling, that I think that was the last movie. I, one of the last movies I saw before this. Well, other than screeners, um, people people were like climbing to get. They, they couldn't get out of there fast enough. In this film. It's about a two or three minute sequence of just credits. Everybody's, I don't think anyone left. They just sat there and yeah. watched it. It wasn't actors. It wasn't dialogue. They knew there were no post credits. And my, my wife said who she was, she said, I was a, I was a, I was a ball. I was a ball of cry and <laughs> just couldn't yeah. handle it. She's like, it was, was, this movie was almost too intense for me. And she said, this was just everyone just chilling out and taking it all in. Mind you, this is a movie. It's now three forty-five in the afternoon. We all the movie started at noon, and we might have maybe got there earlier. Our day is like winding down. Uh, think, I know you almost missed the early bird special. Oh my yeah, exactly. Goodness. You know, from my old age discount, you'd think people would be like, "Okay, I've been here long enough." Everybody took a piss break, by the way. Yeah, literally. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, <laughs> how do you not? <laughs> Everyone's taking a piss. But you'd think for that long sitting in a theater, you'd be like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to get out of here. And no, everyone sat there. It was almost meditative um, on what this film did to everybody. So that's what I've noticed about movies is, you know, great movies is sometimes you need a moment to just sit there. And if it's a really good movie, like you just sit there and enjoy the music of the credits, like you need to process, you need to. And that's the beauty of credits in that regard not waiting for an end credit scene it's just like wow i'm just sitting here whereas you know with the fablemans like we were sitting there because we were trained like and then i was like i told my wife i was like oh there's not not gonna be anything after this what do we sit let's go let's <laughs> like, get out of here yeah. yeah it's like what are we doing <laughs> like and you I, notice I, we were sitting there for a minute and it was just like oh wait let's just go <laughs> let's leave yeah there's just, not gonna be th- anything after the fablemans like <laughs> <laughs> right yeah this was and, but that that says something about the Fablemans is I also didn't want to sit there after the credits because it didn't make me feel anything th- then. Right, just not like, I want to get out of here. Yeah. yeah, just like all right, let's get out. <laughs> and I'll tell you, it was a slow exit. It was a really interesting experience. It's something I, again I, that I try to pay attention to. Nobody left. Um, yeah, for a really long. Now again, 
if you didn't like the first Avatar, if this world just doesn't work for you, I get it. If you didn't connect, if you if you really thought the first one was shit, then you're probably not gonna like this one, and, th- okay. and that's okay. I you know love you the same. Um, if you thought it was overrated or whatever, I don't know. For me, my God, this thing hit that's- hit me on a, on a completely emotional level. I cried. I cried probably two or three times wow. throughout the last forty five minutes. Just that's crazy. tears of just. It's not just that I'm sad. It's emotion. Like it's, it's just pure. It's just evoking something inside me. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I totally get it. Uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a movie fan as well. So I, I, I never, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I never would have thought. We'll, we'll test it out. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. The one, the one though, Marvel movie though, that made you sit there at the end without not due to an end credit scene was infinity war yeah because the heroes lost and then it's just like slow thanos looks into the sunset boom cut the that's black, one where you're and yes. then you're just sitting there just like yeah. holy crap like like i'm even getting chills thinking about that like that's yeah. why infinity war to me is just like a match you don't want to get up because you're like yeah. wait did this just happen yeah like, you're not sure like what to but, do. And then the balls to do that was just like, ah, oh. like, yeah, <laughs> it's so great. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's awesome, man. Yeah, you may, you make me want to go see this right now, actually. So I hope you love uh, it. I really what, think your family will love it. I, I think, um, in really the, 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 the messaging about the film, um, it's very traditional. Um, yeah. It, it, my way of saying, if you're worried about, woke not whatever that word means this is not woke yeah um you have you have strong male characters and you have strong female characters um no one just like in 1977 with star wars like (laughs) well i'm just saying like people come on like we've we've had the people this isn't new these are aliens whatever and they just act they're they're just they just act like people and maybe this is the only way we can tell real people is if we put them in an alien setting (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, my favorite, um, there's a little girl, I forget her name. Cause I, I, and honestly, I will say this. I don't know any, I, I don't know any of the characters names other than Jake Sully. Um, there's a little girl, if anyone sees it, I forget who it is. She's the youngest daughter. I absolutely adore this character. I fell in love with this, 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 this little character. A little, bl- little blue, little blue, little yeah. blue girl. Yeah. Whoever she nice. is, whoever the, whoever the voice actress is fantastic. Love it. Um, how would you rate it? Um, one out of five stars, one out of five buckets of popcorn, four stars, five buckets of popcorn, five buckets of popcorn. It's, a it's nearly, that entertaining. It's a, it's, it's, well, the entertainment alone, the visual experience, um, your mileage may vary. You may want to pick depending if you're, if you're a weirdo like me who hates high frame rate and gets a little, I don't like the soap opera effect. Um, and 3d can be a little jarring. However, it's kind of worth it when they go underwater. It is just glorious. Um, yeah. And the world, this is a living world where everything, it's like your whatever like fantasy of say, I don't know, whatever, whatever primitive culture in, on earth where it's told we're like, you know, we're one with the world kind of thing. Yeah. It's like that, but it's actually real. <laughs> and you kind of get that from the first one where everything literally is in, interconnected um, and you get that relationship much harder in in this film um and the uh, yeah i think they revolutionized underwater photography which i don't know who needed it but i needed it when i saw it because yeah. it was amazing it legit was amazing 
Um, that's so, you. Yeah. You made me. Yeah, you make me want to see it. See you're it. Even you're more. gonna hate it, and that's okay. I'm still yeah. gonna I can't wait to text you and be like, dude, <laughs> like, why'd you waste my time? I, I wasted ninety bucks on this. You told me you owe me ninety bucks. So, yeah. um, nah. But seriously, no. I mean, I, I, I wanted to see it before this review, but I, I want to see it even more now. So I appreciate yeah. that. Good stuff. So well, uh, that is it for uh, major blockbusters. I yep, would love. Oh, I sorry. Mean, no, I was just gonna say, uh, Babylon. I mean, that's I, yeah. it's not really an indie. I mean, it's it's a it's Paramount. It's a I I, I wouldn't yeah. It's definitely not a blockbuster. It's Oscar bait, but kind of medium level. level. We got yeah. Uh, we've got a established director that both of us yeah. very much love, uh, Damien Chazelle. We've got Whiplash, fantastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we got First Man, First La, La Land, La La Land. Uh, First Man. Whatever the hell was wrong with people on First Man. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, robbed, uh, just But just robbed wise, by everybody. Yeah, just, yeah, just <laughs> people, yeah, I don't know. I, Ryan Gosling is amazing in that movie. It's got an amazing ending, amazing story, and it's just. If there's an underrated but, list, that yeah. belongs on it. Like, I can yeah. see, like, like, I almost, I wouldn't put Whiplash on underrated because most people who see it love it. Uh, it just doesn't feel like anybody saw First Man. I don't know why or how, but um, I thought it was fantastic. Um, yeah. So, uh, needless to say, just like Fableman, Spielberg, like this, Damien Chazelle, he's the he's the director I'm waiting for now. Like yeah. he's um, him and Denny Villeneuve. You know, the the you know they're they're the directors I'm I'm looking forward to. So, needless to say, I was uh, extremely excited for this one. Um, now before I say what I'm going to say, cause I'm not getting into spoilers, like not to put you in the spot, but like, what, what are your main takeaways from what you've read so far about Babylon? Yeah. I've really only seen the trailer. I didn't look okay. at any reviews. Uh, okay. I, I wasn't sure if you heard, like saw any blurbs or anything. I don't or, think so. I think I try yeah. to stay away. Cause remember, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't care about movies. Yeah, you don't could be good. You know? Yeah. You don't like movies. Exactly. I saw the trailer and I thought. Oh, this could be fun. Yeah, he, uh, my you know. my secondary thought was I love Brad Pitt. Thirdary thought was is Margot Robbie uh, getting overexposed? I will definitely get into that. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so I asked that because I don't want. I, I'm gonna repeat many of what is out there. I mean, okay. First so of all, I haven't heard what's out there. So go this ahead. Is, this is this is another. That yours was three hours something. This movie's three hours. I think. Oh really? Eight minutes? Yeah, this is a long movie, dude. Oh no! <laughs> but I will say, it does not feel as long as it is because it is so fast paced. Like really? it starts off with boom, you're in it. Like it's just like whole. Like what is happening? Like at first, I'm annoyed by it. <laughs> at first, is it kind of like just, Elvis? Um, the the movie or the the in man. In terms of the pace, because Elvis was um, like rapid fire. No, it's 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 apples and oranges, really. Okay. Uh, just because of the, it's just different kind of thing. Like, I mean, it's not, a, not no spoiler. I mean, it starts with this huge extravagant party in uh-huh. old Hollywood. And it's just boom, 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 and gratuitous that, gratuitous that, you know, <laughs> vulgar this, vulgar that. It's, um, you know, it's, it's, 
again, it, it almost feels like it's being gratuitous for gratuitous sake. That's why I'm saying like I was getting annoyed by it. If, like overindulgent? Like, right. Yeah. But I'll get it. By the end, it it makes sense. This movie's very uh, meta by the end. Uh, that's all I'll say about that. It, it's very meta. You can't tell me uh, how it's meta? it's it's uh, no because it 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 has to do with the endings uh and i can't wait till you see it because i want to see how you feel and if you agree with me there so Um, from what i understand it's a the premise is it's transitioning into the from yeah the talkies into the viewies or the viewies <laughs> to the viewies, <laughs> yeah. So it's the it's it's the transition from the silent era era to the talkies. Um, starts off, and Brad Pitt is the he. So there's yeah, basically kind of four main characters. Brad Pitt is the one who's um the highest paid star in silent era history. Like he's the he's the guy. Okay. Uh there's Margot Robbie who's the up and comer. Well she's not even anything at the start of the film, you know, she but she's, you know, just trying to trying to make it in in the business now. Got it. Um and then there's Diego Luna who is fantastic in this film, might be the highlight of the movie acting wise. Diego Luna He's a helper at this party. He's just helping out. Um, uh, Flea is in this from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. That's kind of who he works for. (laughs) It's kind of who he works for in this movie. And, uh, uh, but he wants to be part of movies. He wants to be on set. Um, And then, um, so yeah, I mean, I, yeah. So those are the the three main uh, characters. Uh, so you you get them all involved, but yeah, it's just this extravagant party, and it's just so much going on. Um, but then, uh, and th- that's what I wanted to say when you mentioned prologue with Avatar, like this prologue. Holy crap! It's just like everything's happening, and then all of a sudden, Babylon is the tight on the title screen. It's like, what? Like, I feel like we've <laughs> been in this thing for an hour. <laughs> like, what, how are we doing this? So it's super long prologue to this film. Interesting. Uh, but it, for me, it paid off, you know, it's, uh, it, and it went by fast. It, it, it didn't feel like three hours. One takeaway, another takeaway. I feel like I keep saying one takeaway. Another takeaway I have is, it almost feels like this is a Damien Chazelle directed slash Tarantino written script. <laughs> like there's so many um, moments in this film that could be short films. Okay, so like, like how ter- conversations kind of yes, in just like these moments, so like in Inglorious Bastards with when they're down in the basement and Michael Fassbender, you know, is kind of having this game with the Nazi and they are just, it yeah. just keeps, it's like you're pulling a rubber band and it's like when it's going to snap. And it's like, there's those kind of moments in this movie, which I think Chazelle, he, he wrote and directed. Yeah. He's it, right? yeah. He wrote and directed this. Yep. Now, do yeah, you so think this, this was, uh, was this the right movie for him to make? Do you think this was, I mean, I'm just trying to think there's, it, this movie's not going to be for everyone. It's for 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 Chaz, Chaz, for Damien Chazelle. 
it yeah I I I think it was like I I would nominate him for best director, best writing, best wow. screenplay. Great. I but I can see the issues people have with it: the length, the gratuitousness, the what seems like just like what are we watching? Like what's what's happening? Yeah, so it's like sort of interesting. Does it not like co- is it not coherent into a one arcing story or? I can again. I can see why people say that, but for me, I didn't feel that way. Okay. Like I've seen people say it's incoherent. I, I didn't think so. There's one part. The whole there's Toby McGuire's in this. He's you know, uh, but it's a very small part. (laughs) He's a producer on the movie, (laughs) and he's been in the trailers and everything. Um, The whole part with him was very intriguing, but it was like pulled out of like seemed like it belonged in a different movie um okay so that was but that was another short film like i was saying like it could it still i enjoyed it like yeah there was tension the way it was acted and the way it was shot you exactly appreciated yeah I, i get you it's in the tension building and you know but it's 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 just yeah it's it's a celebration of cinema it's uh the people transitioning from being used to this one thing and then moving on. And then it's also, it's got this great kind of aspect of like the movies we get today, which you love, you love Indies and stuff, (laughs) but like the, the work all these people had to do to get the movies we had today is just like, you know, it's just like you appreciate cinema even more for so me. So there's anyway. like a celebration of film. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, while you're watching it, it's just like, Oh my God, this is so stressful. But that's, but then you realize like, like this had to happen in order to make star Wars in order to make <laughs> the avatars, you know, like they had to go through all this. They had to go through these transitions, you know, um, is it's, it tragic uh, like Sunset Boulevard? Uh because that seems like a there's, similar, very similar theme. Yeah, there's. It's got aspects of of Sunset Boulevard. It's got aspects of uh, Singing in the Rain. It's got a, you know, it's got a, it pays homage to a lot of those movies. Um, I love Singing in the Rain. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's. You'll you'll see. Um, All right, I'm trying to give it too much away. It sounds yeah. Like- I'm trying. I'm trying not to give too much away. But uh, basically, what I mean by appreciating what they went through, like there's this whole scene of just them taking take after take after take after take. Oh, Margot Ry- Robbie's trying to get it right, trying to get it right because it's brand new. Like she has to be right on the microphone, right on the microphone, and hit her mark, and you know. But oh, she's talking too loud. Oh, now she's talking too quiet. Like she's, oh, you know, it's it's like, but it's like a total Tarantino-esque type of scene. Like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Plus now they, you know, you have characters who whisper their lines and it comes across, you know, uh, like super high volume. That's that's not a problem anymore. Yeah, exactly. Like where they had to adjust. And again, it just, again, shows the work. Now, uh, Margot Robbie, she's great actress, great in this movie. It's just, she's playing... I, I feel like lately she's just playing the same character over and over. 
New York type. She's like Australian or uh, from New Australian, Zealand. I think. One of the Just, two, yeah. I'm beautiful and I'm going to charm you. It's not necessarily that. It's just, uh, I got this New York accent. Oh, like I'm, tough girl? I'm totally exagger- exaggerating. Kind of like the Harley Quinn accent, but like, and, and then it's just like, you know, Harley Quinn accent and yeah, tough girl type of thing. And it's just like, I, I just feel like she's just playing the same character now. Mm-hmm. But there's, there's moments in this movie where it's just like, okay, she deserves to be nominated. Like it's... Yeah, it's yeah, just one of those things. But um, uh, Diego Calva, he's yeah, again the the up and comer. You know, uh, I can see in this in you know real world, uh, he's going to be an up and comer. Like he's every time he was on the screen, I was just drawn to it. And the cinematography is beautiful in this movie. Like, um, tell me about Brad Pitt. It, Brad Pitt, love him. Um, he's. I mean, he doesn't do anything totally not Brad Pitt, you know. Yeah. Like when you get Brad Pitt, you get Brad Pitt. Like, and I love <laughs> Brad Pitt, so we all <laughs> but, like it normally. Yeah, but there's aspects of it. Like, I I love what they do with his character, like because he was the star of silent film era. Goes to talkies. You do the math. Like, what's gonna you know? It's not gonna be an easy transition. Okay. And the things they do with his character, like he has a great conversation with Gene Smart. She's from yeah. Hacks. Yeah, um, I know her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's this great monologue she has. Um, that yeah, again, not, I'm not gonna say anything, but it's just a fantastic monologue. But again, I can see how people. Or think this is incoherent it's too fast paced i get it you know um what's, what's i, I was best? feeling that at first but then like i said when it ended i was like makes sense like i get it okay. um but yeah what were you gonna say uh is there any jazz music in this film <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. damien chazelle so, movie. uh we get it damien chazelle you like jazz <laughs> that's that's what I'll say. Not that I was annoyed by it in the movie, but it was just like we we understand you like jazz. Um, actually, that's kind of another main character in the movie is the trumpet player. Uh, he's originally at the party. Um, at the party, you know, I explained at the beginning. Yeah. Um, he has a story arc. Um, that's actually very interesting. Like it's like it's um. I want to find his name. I feel I feel bad that I don't know his name. Um, but uh, but yeah, he 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 has a great you know. Um, what do you like feeling at the end of this film? Just I love movies. You know, it's it, it makes you appreciate cinema. Cinema appreciate movies and what what was involved in doing it like, the ending is is almost 2001-esque oh man <laughs> so i'll leave you with that okay it's a little bit like that i think you'll get what i mean when you watch it um uh but uh and again the, the meta-ness i i feel like i need to explain more like yeah it being but I, meta. I gotta see it yeah like even like people listening who Again, I'm going to try to release this tomorrow so people won't... It comes out Friday at the time of this recording. I, <laughs> I've already seen it. comes out Friday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but yeah, I, I, I hope people understand what I mean by it's meta. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, I I enjoyed the hell out of this thing. And how does it stack up? Number one, how does it stack up? I mean, mine. It still goes La La Land, Whiplash, and First Man. Even with La La Land and Whiplash, is so different than <laughs> those two, yeah. and a hundred percent different than this. <sighs> I still lo- I I love all four of his films now and but I I would put I would probably put this at number four, but okay. that's not you, a knock. But you love them differently, yeah. Yeah, I, ex- I love yeah. those I love those three movies as well. Um, so you're just not if yeah. You had but, so movies, I feel like I'm gushing over it, but there are moments where, like I do feel like even though the gratuitousness had a point by the end, I felt like like it was still a little, it was just like. A little annoying. Where would you put it in terms of your uh, movies of the year that you've seen? Um, so I just voted on our awards for Critics Association of C- Central Florida. Um, it's due on Friday. Um, Thank but, you. Uh, I this is my number two of really? the year. So yeah. wait, what's, do I know your number one? It's an indie movie, so probably not. It's called After Sun. Um, it's no one's. I, it just hit me. Like a ton, not like a ton of breaks, but it just hit me in a way where I just was thinking about it and check it out. Check it out is all I got to say. I I don't want to get into that right now just because we're running short on time here, but uh, I'll do a review on that uh, movie. Maybe you watch it. And uh, yeah, it's it's, it's it's a father and daughter trip they take. It's their kind of like the last time they they see each other and it's um yeah amazing actor paul uh paul mescal is the dad he very young dad and um it deals with memory and how we perceived our parents versus how we are when we perceived them like when our parents were 30 and then we're 30 it's like wait our parents didn't know didn't know what they were doing (laughs) it's that kind of thing you know or it's 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 very it's very well written, well directed. It's abstract a little, but I don't know. It's it's a pretentious choice, probably of me, but yeah. you got to see it. And I That's would love to know your thoughts. That sounds. I think about that a lot, honestly. I'm yeah. always thinking about time. Yeah, and maybe this is why, like Christopher Nolan, is always making time movies. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, like, it's like what? Yeah, what? What was my what? What kind of an asshole was my dad when he was a teen? <laughs> like, right, yeah. You know, and you compare it. It's like, it's just, a, it, it's it's almost incomprehensible to think about. Exactly. That. Like, they were always grown-ups and knew what they were doing. And, yeah, you know, well, there's, <laughs> you know, they didn't, like have, they, they didn't have any baggage. They, You know, they yeah. didn't have any emotions or anything. You, know, you they can't really just... know your parents before... You knew them, like right before yeah. you were born. Yeah, and even then, you didn't really know them. They're on their own life cycle, which is different than yours. And then when you're going through it, you, yeah, uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's it's a very unique and uh, uh, fantastic film. Um, but also Babylon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, what would you give this thing a rating? Uh, so I would, I would give it four stars, uh, probably four buckets of popcorn. Um, I would probably give it five if it. There was a there was a couple parts where it was just like, all right, come on, let's get through this. So that's why I give it a little. I don't give it quite five buckets. So but, it was uh, yeah, indulgent. Four stars for 
it was indulgent not in terms of what it was doing, but it was indulgent and in not just like leaving it alone and you, you, your point's been told kind of a thing. That's kind of what I'm hearing. Like your point's been told as in... Like Chazelle, you, like you made... Okay, I, I get the point of the scene. It doesn't need to yeah, be... Yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of what it was. Like, it was yeah. just like, okay, okay, I get it. I get it. I get what you're saying. Like, yeah. you didn't... Like, you didn't have to make it three hours, ten minutes, or whatever it was. Like, you, you, you could have... Even if you took up four minutes. <laughs> like, yeah. But not but not the ideas behind the scenes. Exactly. Like, again, you, you understand it by the end i feel I, I understood it but in like a i don't know if he was going for it being meta like i understood it in a meta way but again uh, i'll have to discuss it with someone who's had the privilege of uh of watching it um but but no it's damien chazelle great movie i understand the critiques on it it being overindulgent way too much going on all that but for me it worked so great there you have it excellent all right, all right. See you guys. Uh, but yeah. uh, no, uh, great. I, uh, yeah, can't wait to see Avatar. Hope you see Babylon. Um, and uh, yeah, we uh, um, looking forward to see what our critics group uh, does with uh, the awards. What uh, who votes on what and what wins and all yeah. that. So you're you're gonna yeah. hate Avatar. I'm gonna hate Babylon. Yep, exactly. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly all right folks well that is it for us you can find us at blockbuster cast on twitter blockbuster mentality on instagram blockbustermentality.com is a website you can also visit um <laughs> <laughs> and what, what would they do there man uh i don't know if you click it though we automatically get a download from yeah our so please so would, just click click do on we the want do we, would we uh would it be of anyone's interest if maybe they could give us a review um yes give us a review on <laughs> itunes i guess according to kevin goatee from sacred cow two to two sentences yeah he demands you you know it's like you know five paragraphs yeah minimum <laughs> otherwise you're shit yeah yeah exactly so but we would uh, just like we would honestly if you guys love us um it would it would help a lot to just say hey love these guys that's all you need you don't exactly. have to one or two sentences just say hello we need to sleep good at night that you like us we just yeah. we need to be liked we I, I'm desperate to be liked <laughs> Sydney Palmer is the name of the character Jovan Adepo was the trumpet player I was speaking of thank you I'm glad we can square yeah. that up before we head out <laughs> all right folks well that is it for me for dave i'm ben and as always grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies you can follow me at dave underscore quest where zachary levi retweeted me oh yeah that's right yeah. how stoked were you i'm happy because I, li I like him as an actor and i i really hope the shazam franchise doesn't get axed <laughs> If we had more time, we'd talk a little bit more of the DC nonsense, but maybe not. Yeah, we'll yeah, we'll do that soon. Um, but yeah, no, that was awesome that he retweeted you. Uh, that was I was ecstatic for you. So. I mean, we were everyone was just so happy for me. <laughs> he retweeted you. <laughs> so I'm so sorry we I interrupted that, but yeah, at Dave underscore quiz. But uh as always, you can <laughs> uh, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks, we'll catch you guys at the movies. Yeah.